Comic Book Club News gives you the comic book news you need to know first thing in the morning every weekday in the form of digestible three to five minute long podcasts. Comic Book Club News recaps breaking news stories from Marvel, DC Comics, and beyond Monday through Friday. New episodes drop 6 a.m. ET in the Comic Book Club News feed so they're ready for you when you're ready for the day. Comic Book Club News. You hear it second or third, possibly fourth. To the first episode of Katie Keedcast. Keedcast, baby. I'm Alex. I'm Justin. I'm Pete. And we are Katie Keedcast. We are a recap podcast for the CW's Katie Keen. And I want to specify right up top, it's Katie Keencast with uh with a C on the cast. Like yeah. there's not it's not Katie Keencast with a K. Why wouldn't you put a K? <laughs> <laughs> Why would it be Think Katie Keed cast? Three yeah. Ks in a row? Three Ks in a oh row? Oh, my God. That's why oh. I wanted to specify it right up top here. I wanted to be God, very clear. I realize. KKC, Very baby. clear. Oh, that is. That it's Katie I'm so glad you as a podcast. That. I'm so glad you caught that ahead of time. Putting it out there. Very important oh. to put it out front. Like, set the tone Yep. For the wow. show, right? Yep. Katie Keen is the upcoming spinoff of Riverdale that's going to be dropping on the CW. There's going to be a little bit of a preview episode. There's a crossover episode of Riverdale happening the day before Katie Keen launches. But we're going to talk through on the show uh, our experiences with Riverdale. Mm. We're also going to talk through what to expect from Katie Keene, the connections to Liver- Riverdale, a little bit about the cast. Pete has a question right off before right we even get into it. What is your question? I'm Pete? just going to say I'm hoping this show is uh, <laughs> it takes its time and deals with stuff and it doesn't feel like a whole season rammed in where it's like so high tension and so much crazy shit happening every minute that you feel like you're on crack. That's what Well, I, we'll get there in a moment because I have seen the first three oh episodes my. of the show. Would you Ooh. say it's just like Riverdale and Sabrina and the fact that it's like an insane amount of shit happening all the time? This is from Roberto Aguirre-Sacasa, who right. is the showrunner of both of those shows. It, it uh, does an amazing job. This is co-written, the pilot it was co-written with Michael Grassi, who was a longtime collaborator of his on Riverdale. And specifically, I think he also did some stuff on Sabrina. Uh, and the, the pilot is directed by Maggie Kiley, who's directed episodes of Riverdale and Sabrina. Um, just as a overall thing, before we get into the plot of the show or anything like that, I will say to that point, I do love the fact, I think it points to a good showrunner who works with the same people again because they want to work with that person again. Right. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's great. And I think that sets the tone for Katie Keene going in, that you have a team that knows how to work together, is excited to work together, but they are trying to do something different here. And Good. let me say, let me... That's what I don't want to see, like... Riverdale again, but with Katie Keene. Well, but you know let's, I mean? let's let's speak to that because I I know you've seen the episodes. Um, I have not. Um, I also haven't. Just from the the trailer and what we know, it feels like the sort of energy and the uh, story propulsion is very different for this. It's a new character, Katie Keene, uh, 
moving to New York City and ex- let's uh, sort of, well hold on let, let me yeah. specify about the plot so this is this is a character this is an Archie Comics character that apparently Roberto Aguirre Sacasso loved a lot yeah. uh, she is a character that existed I want to say in the 60s the 50s and 60s and was very popular then she is a fashion designer was part of the spate of romance comics that came out of the time uh, and she went dormant for a while until about the 80s there was a Katie Keene super fan that published a Katie Keene newsletter had a Katie Keen yearly convention and convinced Archie Comics, let me do something officially for you. And eventually worked his way up to write a Katie Keen comic. Uh, she came back very briefly in the 80s, disappeared again in the 2000s, the early 2000s. They tried to bring her back in the comics again, uh, published a new version of Katie Keen. Again, she was just like fashionista, but it was a little more tied in with the main Archie Comics characters because initially she was one of those separate characters, like part of the Archie comic stable, but not living in Riverdale or anything like that. But she, it fizzled. And by about 2005, when they released a trade paperback of the previous issues, that was the last time any Katie Keene stuff was published up until recently when they started publishing things again. Now that she was coming back to screen, they published a collection through Archie comics. They're doing an Archie Katie Keene tie in and the main Archie title. So there's all this stuff going on there uh, because there is excitement about the show and the plot of the show. It takes place five ish years after Riverdale, where it is. So it's down the road. There's no flying cars or self-tying shoelaces or anything like that. It's mostly because Katie Keene is working in the city. Uh, She doesn't know she wants to be a fashion designer yet. She is working as a personal shopper at Lacey's, which is their version of Macy's. It's their Ah, high-end department store. Mm -hmm. Uh, While on the side, she is a fix-it-all, do-everything. She has, you're going to love this, Pete, she has a boxer boyfriend named K.O. Kelly, who she's absolutely in love with. Classic Riverdale-type stuff that's going Mm -hmm. on there. Uh, And she has a couple of friends. Her friends include uh, Pepper Smith, who is played by Julia Chan. Uh, I should mention uh, Lucy Hale plays Katie Keene. Uh, Zane Holtz plays K.O. Kelly. Uh, Julia Chan plays Pepper Smith. Uh, Pepper Smith is a character. She is an it girl. She knows everybody. But there's some hints that maybe there's something a little weird about all of her stories being like, oh, I was on a yacht with Leonardo DiCaprio and Margot Robbie when suddenly Timothy Chalamet dropped by. It all seems a little fake. So there's some stuff going on there. Uh, And the other character that Katie Keene is friends with when we kick off the show is... Uh, Jorge Lopez, a.k.a. Ginger Lopez. Now, we've seen a version of Ginger Lopez on Riverdale in early seasons. I think it was one of Cheryl's cheerleader minions, but it was a very side background character. I don't even know if it was referred to by name. This is not connected in any way. This is a totally different character. This is played by Johnny Beauchamp. Uh, Jorge Lopez works in the bodega downstairs from them. His parents own the building that Katie lives in. Uh, Pepper Smith lives in another place. Uh, And by night, he is a drag performer named Ginger Lopez at a place, uh, I'm forgetting the name of the actual shop in the show, but in the real world, it's called Molly's Crisis, and it's Mm. based off of that. So Hold on, we're getting there in a second. Uh, And he dreams of Broadway stardom. So you get like a little bit of the whole chorus line thing going on with her. While you have Marvelous Mrs. Basil going on a little bit uh, with Katie Keene and the stuff with uh, Pepper Smith 
I'll leave that in terms of spoilers. We'll get back to that probably with later episodes. The last character, the important one that connects it to Riverdale, that Pete is looking at me like, come on, let's get to in it already, sheer panic. is Ashley Murray is returning as Josie McCoy. Thank God, Jesus. So when we last left Josie... She had headed off on tour with her dad. She briefly came back for the Luke Perry Memorial episode at the beginning of season four of Riverdale. Uh, But she has been traveling. She's been figuring herself. She's still dating Archie. No, she's not dating Archie. What? Mm -mm. You've been watching Riverdale. I know this because we do a weekly podcast about Riverdale. Damn it. They broke up. (laughs) He's been dating Veronica. You were hoping they're back together. Five years in the future. Maybe they get back together. I mean, maybe they do. But the, the point, the reason they're doing this is like they're going to be vague about stuff. They're not going to be like, and here's a specific. Well, when Jughead died, they're not going to oh. do any of that stuff or anything like Jughead's that. Jughead's ghost is a character in this, though, right? Yeah, Jughead's ghost gives them advice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tick, tick, tack, tack, typewriter. Uh, so him. Josie McCoy, uh, she has been traveling around. She's been finding her artistic voice, and she is the like the requisite musical plot line where she gets off the bus, gets picked up by Katie Keene, who is friends with Veronica from back in the day. That's where we're going to see in the flashback episode why they're friends, how they know each other, etc., and uh, goes to live with them. And that's where things kick off. So you get, like, Ashley on her musical... uh, Not Ashley, Josie on her musical empire-style journey as she mixes it up with the Cabot twins who are the head of this musical empire. Uh, You get the chorus line thing with Jorge slash Ginger Lopez. So every episode's going to be a musical? It is as much a musical as Riverdale is. Oh, wow. So there are musical numbers. I thought maybe there would be more musical numbers. Well, there's Josie is on a musical path and Jorge slash Ginger is on a musical path. So you get at least, I I think I could say in the first three episodes, you get musical stuff from each of them in every episode. It also feels like a musical. Yeah. Like it feels like like young people in New York, we're going to make it. Uh, vibe and so that's what I was trying to say. The yes. the tone is very different from both Sabrina and Great. Riverdale, which I think is like this: like how are we going to figure out our lives? Which I like that it's a different, very different energy from all yeah. these uh, these other shows that you were talking about. So I think it's going to play very different. Good, good. Now, when you say a musical, you're not talking about like a fucked up, tripped out Cats musical. You're just talking about like a normal Broadway. Well, they are all human cats <laughs> yeah. on the show. Have you watched the trailer, Pete? Yeah. They're all human cats, and they refer to Josie as Josie the Railway Cat. Yeah. At one point. They're very jellical. <laughs> uh, and the plot of the show is they're trying to get to the heavy side layer. <laughs> cool. Great. Yes. This, no, this it's one not, feels it's dated. Not a this one feels dated like a couple of months. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it's not a full-on musical like that. Uh, okay. The the other thing that I will just throw out there, and this isn't exactly a spoiler by any means, but it's something that from the first three episodes, to your point that I appreciated about the show, that I think Riverdale is like missing for some people, and I would say probably for us, is everybody has their own plots going on. But they all, except for Pepper, live and hang out in this one apartment. So they have check-ins, which I think is so crucial for a show. Like, to be like, what's going on with your day? And actually see each other and chat about stuff and offer advice, which is very nice. I'm really excited about this show specifically for that. Um, Like, I moved to New York when I was young to... You know, go get into act, yeah, I remember go do that. comedy. Yes, yeah. How'd that work out, by the way? Good. Look at me now. Yeah, I'm look at you here now. Yeah. in an office with you two. Uh, my <laughs> two jellical cats. Oh. Uh, 
As, but I'm uh, saying like you I, Your bulge is a little too much Can you edit that out? What's that? Can you edit your bulge out please? Yeah, what are you What? What are you talking uh, about? It's a cat's joke You don't okay. I got you Oh, did bulge. they edit out a bulge? Yeah, a bunch Oh, okay like I really only issue. heard about Judy Dench's hand Jason Derulo Her human hand uh, Yeah, great This is all great uh, <laughs> All great cats content I'm saying I identify with this Like Living in a building with a bunch of friends, being like, how are we going to figure out our lives in New yeah. York City? Very excited for that. I love that it's in New York uh, because it's a world where there's so much potential. Uh, Glen, uh, Greendale and Riverdale feel like we know what is there. I mean, we know that Greendale and Sabrina is a magical world, uh, but so we know it's going to be magical. There's not that like, oh, I'm going to bump into this whole new thing that is uh, very grounded in the real world. So you still want your city to be a character itself in the show. And I think, well, not even that, but I'm saying like it. This it's about people making it, like a Scorsese movie. You yeah, want it to be like a Scorsese movie. movie. Oh my god. Uh, I'm going to go um, <laughs> down to Molly's crisis because I'm having a crisis. <laughs> oh, okay. Smart. Um, uh, no, I understand exactly what yeah. you're saying. Like, it, when you are in your 20s in New York, which we are. Yep. Of course. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, when you're in your 20s, yeah, 20 York, anything ago. seems possible. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, when you, anything seems possible, you're... You can do anything at any point. Anything is open. And it does have this musical feeling. Like, on the best nights... The lights of New York are twinkling when the air actually does not smell of urine or anything like that, and you're in the right place. It just feels like, holy shit, I am in New York right now. That's crazy. Yeah. So Michael Grassi and Roberto Aguirre-Scasa are both, like, they're, as far as I know, they're both theater people. Like, I know Roberto Aguirre-Scasa is. I think Michael Grassi was as well, and... There's no better place to get that feeling than being in theater, where you're like, "Wow, I get to be at a stage show every night, yeah, and go out to a diner, and we're all singing musical theater songs. What a life!" And that's wonderful. So, if they can put that in the show, if it can not go off the rails, that would be very nice. Uh, uh, but I'm fine with it going off the rails in a New York City way, in sure. a, in that like young person, like I made a series of mistakes today, and now <laughs> sure. I'm in this situation. Like I love that. Uh, I want to see that. Yeah. Are there? So basically, you want to see your you want to relive your life again? Yeah. Cool. Uh, would don't you? Well, you <laughs> moved to here as a grizzled old man. You're damn right. I did. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Uh, Here's a big question that people had. Obviously, we know that Veronica and Katie Keene are going to be mixing it up on Riverdale. Uh, We know Josie, of course, is going to be there. Um, They're having a bunch of great guest stars. Bernadette Peters is playing a uh, mentor of Pepper Smith's. Um, oh my gosh, I'm forgetting who it is, but there's somebody. There's, there's cameos. Yeah, there, well, there's a bunch of like, <laughs> yeah, get through it. I gotta go. I'm beat the page. I gotta catch a train what? somewhere. I, I, well, I gotta sit here while you're like, and then then say another Broadway. Pete's person only a and... cameo player in this podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah, I get it's it. Cameo. There's cameos. Cameos. Like, cameos. There's only. a lot of Broadway people in it. Yeah. Sure. All right. That's fine. Fine. Uh, yeah. Who, what Riverdale people do you want to sh- see show up? There you go. Ooh, that's a good that's one. That's what I was getting towards. Um, let's see. The Gargoyle King. Yeah, <laughs> good call. I want to see the Gargoyle King is sort of the weird neighbor. Yeah. Right. I want to see... make it in New York. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see Hermione Lodge show I'm up. I'm going to be a drummer with my antler hands. 
I want to see Hermione Lodge show up and threaten to wrestle a bunch of people. I will you say, see Hermione? I will say just to jump back to the gargoyle, what? <laughs> Wait, I was railroading past that, but I think we need to talk about this. Why do you want to see Hermione Lodge wrestle people? Uh, it was, it's a different you think show. she learned from Hiram. Uh, she learned how right. to wrestle people. Oh, okay. Uh, what were you saying? Uh, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, you know who I'd like to see the most? Kevin. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I think it makes sense for him to come uh, to New yeah, York. Yeah, he's a big-time Riverdale theater guy. He could come to New York and visit. Yeah. It feels like I don't want the show to become this, but I think the show could become this, and I think it would be okay. Is almost like a Riverdale reclamation project where mm-hmm. Josie... The original conception for Riverdale was that it was going to be a musical show and it would be all building to Josie and the Pussycats versus the Archies. Like right. That was the idea. And then they were like, but what about murder? What if there was a lot of murder yeah. instead? And it changed and it always felt like Josie and the Pussycats, as much as I love them, were this vestigial thing that existed yeah. in Riverdale where they could never figure out how to get any of them into the plot lines to the point that like the Pussycats disappeared. And then Josie left the show, and now she's on the show, which is the right place for her to be. And Kevin Keller is kind of the same way. We're like, Casey Cott is great. It's always fun when he pops up, but it always feels like, what are you doing here, Kevin? What's going on? Yeah, and so I think, like, give him some story in Riverdale or... Come on down to New York City, Kevin. Exactly. Yeah, come on, Kev. Live your dreams. Absolutely. They uh, they set him up as the MC of Le Bon Nui, and he's done that once, I think. Once so far. I so have him come down to Molly's Crisis, or whatever they're calling it on the show. Have him come down, be the MC of the drag club. Yeah. Have him learn from Ginger Lopez. Dolly's Dilemma, maybe. Yeah, that would be fun. Anybody else you want to see other than Kevin, though, and the Gargoyle King and Hermione Lodge wrestling? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anybody else? Um, what about you? Who would I want to see? Yeah. Um, I think Kevin is definitely my number one. I feel like he fits the most. I think also, like, frankly, there's been a lot of complaints about Veronica's storylines kind of hitting the same notes a lot with True. her family. Uh, again, I don't want to overpack it with Riverdale people, but... Yeah, especially yeah. not early. Yeah, I think we want to be... And Veronica is so essential to Riverdale, I think it will come around. I like her popping in because yes. it's sort of very natural for her to come to New York to yeah. do whatever. Yeah. Um, so I think I'd like to see her pop in a couple times a season, maybe. Um, and uh, Chick, the true hero of Katie oh, Keene. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. That would be great. <laughs> yeah, that would be great. Gets out of prison, goes sense. to New York. Yeah. Does not fun. make sense. He'd be a great barback. <laughs> <laughs> Any final thoughts about Katie Keene before we wrap up this preview episode? Any Anything you want to add here? I'm optimistic about this show. Okay. I think it's in good hands. I think they got some great actors. I'm excited to see what they do. Me too. Uh, let's all make it in New York City. Yeah. Uh, and I could pretty confidently say I really enjoyed the first three episodes. I'm excited to watch them with you guys. I'm excited to chat about them. And for all of you listening out there, uh, we will be having Katie Keencast feeds set up pretty soon. This preview episode is put out there to set up those feeds, uh, but once they're raring to go, we'll put out the information on at Riverdale Dark on Twitter. Uh, also, we have our Instagram, at Riverdale After, and on Facebook, Riverdale After Dark. Also, if you want to support this show and other shows we do, patreon.com slash comic book club. We do a live show every Tuesday night at 7pm at the People's Improv Theater Loft in New York, where 
We're just hoping to make it, you know? Yeah. Just trying to make it here make in the big city. This crazy podcast. Yes. Uh, iTunes, Android, Spotify, Stitcher. Eventually, check them out all there. Comicbookclublive.com. For now, that's where the podcast is going to live. And for all you dreamers out there, believe in yourselves. Wow. Wow. Everyone ends with a little moment of inspiration. Hey, good morning. You're heading to the airport, right? Yeah, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR.